Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. like you're in a Holiday Inn Express, and that's a compliment because the Holiday Inn Express has really sweet art. <laughs> You'll appreciate it. It's Mount, uh, Mount Rainier. Whoa, I take that back. That would never be in a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> that is dope. They can only afford it. Like, yeah, that's a really, that's it. Did you bring that down on the move or did you get that when you missed a piece of home? I brought that down on the move. I think Kane and I got it at like the Fremont Farmer's Market like seven Ooh. years ago or something. Nice. Yeah, it's good to see you. You too, Kels. This reconnection brought to you by White Claw. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, my man. Yeah, I- uh... When you want to flex your inner white chick. But though, <laughs> but are they really just for white girls? And you can speak to no, them. No, what a weird- um, Do you take offense? Stereotype. When people I mean, go, that's a white girl drink. Or are you like, yeah, it's delicious. Do you mean we like good stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have enough like skin in the white claw game to take offense to that. Like, it's like whatever. But sense. I feel like they just, they came out and immediately that stereotype came right after it, even though everybody drinks them. I see every, every gender, all the oh, genders yeah. I see drinking them. <laughs> no, they don't discriminate. What would you say would be your go-to quarantine snack or beverage? Or are you just trying oh. to take this as an opportunity to like, you know, just make some changes for myself and maybe not do my normal routine. By the way, that's how I talk to myself when I try to make changes, <laughs> which is not going well, but you, you go first. Your um, girl voice is one of my favorites ever. I oh love boy. it. Um, Can you say it on Jeff Dye's podcast so it's official? <laughs> <laughs> are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, um, you're goddamn right we are. It's like yeah. straight in the camera. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you know what? And Jeff will hear this. And I love you, Jeff. But I got to say, and I'm using this podcast as a, as a way to bring uh, attention to it. Kelsey Cook. So, look, when someone asks you who some of your favorite comics are, you know, sure. you, you, there's so many to pick from that no one's trying to do someone a, a favor or give them a shout out on a podcast. Kelsey has, no. for whatever reason, been like, man, Adam, Adam makes me laugh. And actually... Yeah, let me just stop right there. I don't even think you said I was one of your favorite comics. You just said he makes me laugh, and I was like, you know what? No, I I'll, said you were I'll one take of my it. Favorites. I said you were one of my favorites. He asked you me who my favorite comics were. I you listed did. off many, and uh, you're always on that list. You genuinely, from the first day I met you, anytime I'm watching you in a club, <laughs> I am at the back of the room, fucking dying. And uh, you were real sweet with that compliment. And I'll do my best Jeff Die impression, receiving that you said I was someone who you enjoyed on stage. Ready? What? <laughs> no, that might have been too much. <clears throat> but it was definitely shock and awe. It was like, really? Like, yeah, that's a good. Whoa, but really? you're in my house and doing my podcast, and I've known you for longer. <clears throat> that being said, I love you, Jeff Dye, but you are not, but uh, you are not one of Kelsey's favorite comics. Kelsey, go ahead with what you were 
going to say about um <laughs> how did this get started <laughs> it was um the girl voice you said i like you said i liked your girl oh voice. yes I, oh yeah. yes um so you're asking about drinks favorite the like drinks, drinks and yeah. quarantine stuff. yeah i did go to um cbs recently and i got one roll of toilet paper and a fifth of tito's and i was just like Good for you that's what today is <laughs> Oh man, drinking and shouldn't. That's what, <laughs> that's what today is. Yeah, that's what today is. Yeah, they were um, they were keeping single rolls behind the counter like bullets, and you had to <laughs> felt like you had to say a secret password to oh get a God. roll. But yeah, there. I mean, they're a little more. I think packs are more readily available now. Yeah. But it was uh, just the single roll about a week or two ago. So have you? So you, you're going to the store when you have to or do you kind of yeah adhering to the uh suggestions of like only go when you truly need something which no one's i've heard some people say i literally haven't left my house in three weeks i'm like i'm surprised you're alive i would straight up kill myself <laughs> if that were the case like i'm in arizona right now because sure. we amanda and i were like we we need a little bit more space don't have any yeah. our outside is the street and here her folks have like a, a backyard and like i took a oh, bike amazing. ride today and like you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It just, you know, and her folks haven't gone anywhere. So it's a few more people to quarantine with, which yeah. does help. But then there's also moments where I'm like, well, you know, I'm card gamed out or I'm, there's only so sure. many times I can win at Uno before I start to question <laughs> my career choice. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how good could I have been? But like, <laughs> do you, do you go outside for, you know, to, um, keep some sanity or only for the the essentials yeah um i'm trying to find that balance i mean obviously i'm doing everything i can to keep myself safe and other people safe um but i had a conversation with my therapist at the beginning of the quarantine and i was Oop, telling her how hey what's up i won't say her full name. i almost just said her full name but she probably can you can you recommend one because today actually first time well not the first time but my girlfriend goes yeah you should she looking to a therapist like because i i'm just starting to like you know it's it's taking have a toll not, no i've never done therapy. therapy how wow. i know whoa, i'm talking i know statistically comedians who have not had therapy that has to be a fucking sliver of that pie i think so here's and and, and this is not i, I don't want to stray away from um your your story because this episode should be about you but i'll just tell you why no, all good or we can okay. stay here, stay on what you're talking about. And then I'll tell you why I haven't. And then you can start telling okay. me how to get into it. So you talked to your okay. therapist today. Yeah. Who is fantastic, by the way. I love her. And uh, so I was talking to her um, at the beginning of quarantine and telling her I felt stressed out about the idea of not really seeing any friends this time. Cause um, Taylor and Delaney and my two podcast co-hosts yeah. of self-helpless and, and dear friends, they live close to me. And uh, I told her I was really stressed out about like, God, everybody's saying don't even get near other people. I feel like I'm not allowed to even go on a walk with them. And she's like, look, go on a walk, stay six feet apart. But like, you're not going to do yourself any good to um, totally like deteriorate in your mental health. Yeah. Cause that's not, that's also not good for your physical health, all that. She's like, you have to take care of yourself while still being safe and following these guidelines. But you know, you mentioned the people that have just been like, Oh, I haven't left for three weeks. Like that, that's not good for you either. Not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what my uh, my therapist said. So I've tried to do that. The girls and I go on walks almost every day and just stay six feet apart the whole time. Oh, you and Taylor Delaney? Yeah. 
Whoa. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, good idea. I mean, that's again, like I, you know, I, I do want to like get together with some people and, and yeah. I know people that are doing that, that are literally like going to parks and drinking. <clears throat> oh this yeah. Is, we did that yeah. Mm -hmm. And just stay and just keep your distance. Like, right? I mean, yeah, we did edibles and just st like sat like six feet from each other and like walked around our neighborhood and my birthday's tomorrow. And so we're going to kind of do the same thing, but yeah. Whoa. Wait, first of yeah. all, happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. Second of all, didn't know you were doing edibles. We need to, <laughs> You mean Kane need to pick a night to, sure. I don't know, watch a cat show or I don't fucking, what do you, I don't know. What do you guys watch? I just thought DuckTales. I don't know why. I think yeah. it's because I'm talking to you yeah. and I feel like you're real big on the nineties cartoons, which I, I always am. appreciate. I am. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't go to therapy because when my folks split when I was nine, thanks for bringing it up. My mom put me into a, <laughs> uh, a family counseling thing, like uh, therapy. And I think she just yeah. was like, this is what the move is. Right. Again, like, didn't right. really ask and I was just like all right she's like you need to talk to somebody I was like all right and um and the guy had like a mini hoop in his uh, on the door and I yes. was very was that did I talk we about this with about you this before oh yes. on, on self-helpless I think maybe yes yes maybe yes. Cook. yes yeah um yeah yeah so anyway so so that's it, it just it was so weird to me to be forced to talk to somebody about that I didn't know about something that you know, it was a big deal, but at the time I was kind of like, all right, I still get to see him. Like, I'll make the best of it. it looks like yeah. my sister's having a rough time. I'll try to, as a default, have a, you know, swallow this a little, um, you know, easier. And yeah. I just got real turned off from the idea of doing anything from that. And this is, again, like, there's been many uh, a times where I've probably been like, oh, yeah, it's, it's time to check in with somebody else other than your mom or, yeah. uh, or a dear friend. But I think because right. of it, it, it forced me to rely on myself more as and not like with an ego about it but being like recognize what it is good. figure it out yeah. and take care of it and don't feel bad for yourself and don't go oh it'll be better when i go talk to the therapist and again like yeah i'm not saying i i have the answers for everything because i clearly don't my again my mom or, or some dear friends in certain situations you know everyone needs someone that you can talk through yeah. stuff with even just to hear yourself say what you know is the right yeah. the right answer for you yes but yeah, but you know, then there's also, you know, then you also don't want to maybe have your mom or friend be the person, like be those people for you. It's also right. Nice to have a neutral yeah. place you go for it that is consistent. That maybe, listen to me. By the way, using you as like the board to be like, so I'm good, right? Or wait, <laughs> do I need it? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean it's that also that delicate balance of like don't use all of your friends minutes like what you're saying like if Whoa. your friends are a phone plan like you got to be mindful of like fuck have i just burned through so much of their time on like the same issue over and over and over and obviously it's like that's what friends are for but i think therapy is so great to have that one person that is completely objective mm. their job is to listen and be mm -hmm. a sounding board um and I think you're so right in that you have to be able to self-soothe too. Like you shouldn't be completely dependent on a therapist, but man, especially in the business that we're in and jobs, I'm just amazed that you have not like hit a point where you're like, I can't fuck it. Like I got to go talk to somebody because it's so wow. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I, I've definitely been there. I think that I just, I don't know, smoke myself retarded and then fall asleep. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not a bad solution. Yeah. I'll give you her name if you want. She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Um, how, uh, what do you miss most right now? And by the way, if I'm asking a quarantine question that is like, yeah. you're tired of answering, like, no, uh, not at all. Skip, it's, but I'm no, genuinely it's, curious. It's so nice that honestly, I'm just like a person talking to me. I love I know, <laughs> I know. Fuck. It's, oh man. Those, the fact that, that, uh, you know, even at the store today wearing a mask, I like, you know, yeah. I usually am pretty like peppy and we'll say hi to the cash register people and, yeah. And, and the people that work at the store, because working at Albertsons growing up, I think the same way people work in the service industry, I have like a, a deep connection, almost being like, like seeing yeah. someone wearing a yarmulke, I'll be like, hey, Jew, or, you know, I'll say, I won't say that, but I'll go like, Shabbat Shalom, or happy, pace, happy Passover. Hey, right? Jew. So there's, yeah, you get like a little bond. So with grocery store people, yeah. I'm like, I fucking, I did that. I know what, I'm a little sweeter because I, yeah. I see them, I see a kid struggling to know if he should be putting, three boxes of cereal in one plastic bag. Sure. And I'm like, not the move, but I'm not going to say that. You'll figure this out. I had to figure it out the hard way. I got scolded right. at by my boss. And so, I, but in the store today, I'm just like not making eye contact. And I'm, yeah. so uh, to, to even have this is, uh, is huge. So, so nice. Comedy, I won't skip I'm, any questions. Comedy, I'm sure is a, is a easy one, but, but what about yeah. comedy do you miss? Like what are the little things that you're now going I'm not going to take that for granted, which I think is easier said than done once we get back into the flow. But what are the little things about oh, yeah. the trip to the club or the, the, your notebook? Like, what do, you, what do you miss first and foremost when you think of it? I miss like testing out a new joke, like that excitement of like, ooh, I wrote this today. I want to see how it goes. Yeah. I miss. Do you get excited, by the way, throughout the whole day? If you think of something like at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. are you just like fired up for the whole day because you're oh, like, yeah. oh man, I got a show tonight. I can't wait. Oh yeah, like you're awesome. chewing on it, yeah. Like a like a good piece of gum. You're like, oh, this is gonna be great. And then yeah. sometimes it eats a giant dick, and you're like, wow, a whole like day. She, she swallowed that gum. It lost its flavor <laughs> real quick. Where were you on that one, therapist Judy? <laughs> Judy's a great therapist. It is. <laughs> it's a great comedy name. <laughs> yes. Um, a new bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, new bits. I miss flying, which is so weird because I feel like as comics, that's the number one thing we bitch about. Where we're like, oh, I had to get up at like 4.30 a.m. to get to LAX. And then yeah. I had a layover in Chicago. Like we really love just bitching to one another about right. travel. And yet right now I'm like, oh, I just want to be on a plane. Like I just want to be on a plane What it would do for a middle seat and some peanuts that somebody else touched. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and a, and a, what I wouldn't give for a snack basket that someone else has grubbed their fishy fucking <laughs> you know, cuticles oh my on. God. Oh, a flight attendant just passive aggressively telling me to put my bag further under my seat. I miss it. I want it. Well, I get I that every time. I never have my bag far enough under my seat. Whatever. Is there a city you miss that you had uh, on the, on the schedule that you're like, Oh, I was, I was fired up to go do that one. I ha I feel like this hit when my schedule was the fullest. Like I had so much coming up uh, as I'm sure, you know, that's how a lot of people. Oh yeah. Now. Um, I had just come from Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, which is a really fun, like, kind of last weekend before all this shit hit. But yeah. uh, <clears throat> I was supposed to do Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids. Gotcha. I was supposed to do Go Bananas <clears throat> in Cincinnati. And then I'm technically still supposed to do Spokane Comedy Club uh, the first week of May. But I'm like, there's an, I don't think there's any way that's staying up. No, I mean just because Washington state's been hit, but I don't know what's going yeah. on in Spokane. Spokane does feel like a city though, that is kind of like 
we all got it. <laughs> and you're like, so that's, not a real, <laughs> so that's not a real cigarette. Dude, <laughs> everything out of here is what you want it to be, man. Like, Spokane is not the movie Hook. Okay. <laughs> you, it's not. You smoke enough meth. Yeah. This whole fucking place. Looks like Wonka's fucking <laughs> Yeah, this is bakery. Neverland. Yeah, this is Neverland. Get off my dick. Yeah. Um, uh, Spokane, my, my hometown. So, yeah, I, I'm bummed. I, I'm bummed about all of those because I actually love um, – I love all those. I hadn't done Go Bananas yet, but I've heard it's so great. And oh, I'm it was one of the great. first clubs I headlined, and it, I wow. sadly have not been back since. And, oh. But it was, it was uh, awesome. It was yeah. – I mean, look, it was the, – the club is attached to this cool bar and – and the room is just awesome. It's also one of those historic rooms that like, oh, you see the headshots of Seinfeld and Gaffigan and like every, it was yeah. like, it was a club in the, at the, at the, at a time when like everyone was coming through it and they, and they yeah. still book great acts. Um, yeah. So it, it's just been around for a while, which I think is any, any, you know, comedy fan geeks out of that stuff. Uh, and the sure. room's cool. You'll, you'll, yeah. you'll get that one back. Also, who doesn't want to go to Montgomery, Ohio? <laughs> let me tell you i know so i did uh i did lose um a college gig i was supposed to do university of scranton which as you know i'm a diehard office fan. and so i was bummed to have to get that rescheduled also was supposed to go to the um hall of fame foosball tournament in vegas and lord oh. knows that even without a pandemic foosball tournaments are just giant petri dishes like it's just it people are getting sick the second you walk in there it's yeah. you're touching things everybody's just made of like real hands Fritos and bud light and it's just a mess it's oh is that the go-to snack that sponsors the uh the foosball tourney yeah really oh chili cheese fritos bud that, light a lot of that. yep yeah. licking fingers cigarette break licking fingers yeah pleasing yeah. gals um is there <laughs> is not in that and, order oh my around. god i was just gonna say that you're too quick you're quarantine quick um hey oh baby is uh is by the way your episode with regan uh of uh oh. of fury your Rizzo amazing fury. show on the uh, all things comedy youtube channel which everyone should check out thank you your so, episode is one of my all-time favorites and so many people's all-time favorites. It gets brought up oh, great. all the time. Oh, good. Yeah. Super fun. It's such a great show and it's your show. And it's, it's like, you know, it's cool when you find something that you go, oh, this is only, I'm the only one that could do this. And I, you've now gotten so probably from podcasting comfy with just anybody and interviewing people and just keeping a conversation, right? Wouldn't you say podcasting has prepped you yeah. for that show a thousand percent? Definitely. To not be scared? Yeah. De I mean, it, it took a while though. Um, we are, God, how many episodes are we in now? Over 20, I think like 22 episodes of Risk of Fury. But the first few were really hard for me because it's like, okay, so I'm hosting the show and I'm supposed to be like on and funny yeah. and I'm supposed to be interviewing them. And maybe most importantly, I have to play foosball like really well because nobody's coming to watch me play like shit. Like I have yeah. to make it what the show is, which is that I'm coming in with this like, big dick energy of like, yeah. well, I got all these trophies, so I better prove that this is why I have this show. So right. it was, it, it is a lot to juggle, but I feel like doing it over and over now, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with it. Uh, you did that in Vegas with Brian Regan, correct? Yeah, we went, we flew to Vegas to do a special episode. He lives in Vegas <clears throat> and uh, he's just the sweetest. And I, he's been on self-helpless for an episode and I oh, reached cool. out to him and was like, 
got this foosball web series. If we came to Vegas, would you do it? And he's like, of course. And I was like, everybody, we're going to Vegas. Pack your shit right now. <laughs> make, make plans accordingly. And oh, so we good. All out, and it was awesome. And then we did the, the hustling episode out there too, where I kind of went undercover and that was so fun. Yeah, that was cool. That was uh, how, I mean, that really let you flex some acting chops, but was there a one that you aired or didn't air that was just so, because obviously, I mean, what, what more did you learn about fellas in that? Because it, it is a little bit of a social experiment where you're like, yeah, trying, trying to act like you don't know what's up. And like, <laughs> guys are like, oh, all right, I can like, were you surprised how many guys were eager at the opportunity to kind of like impress you or maybe straight up just take advantage? Yeah, I mean, we also we didn't quite get the group of people we wanted because we shot it at like 11 a.m. in oh, Vegas, yeah. which isn't ideal. You want like the midnight. 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, for 2 sure. 2 a.m. Just sloshed. People that are uh, starting their night at like 11 with like a bottle of tequila. And they're like, absolutely. Like, dude, I haven't even eaten since Wednesday. And you're like, <laughs> it is Wednesday. You're like, so since this morning. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly there was like a tech conference in town mm -hmm. so we got we got dudes that were a little bit um not nerdy but it, i wanted like a douchey drunk frat guy like yeah. just that came in kind of roided out ready to like fucking rip my tits off and just <laughs> destroy me at foosball yeah. and you joke but yeah somebody that's that aggressive so that the contrast of you yeah, getting him. And I wanted that, that. that he would, you know, get emotional when he got taken advantage of, right? Yes. Yeah. I wanted that. I mean, I do feel like you could see with a couple of the guys, they were maybe trying to like flirt a little bit because I was being super fake flirty in this horrible character I was doing. Um, the thing, one of the things that didn't air was that I approached two guys who were really as close to like that douchey type that we wanted. And I was laying it on thick. I was like, so um, I have a show where I do things I've never done before for the first time. Um, it's called Pop My Cherry. <laughs> and um, I just was wondering, like, do you guys, would you guys want to play me? And they were like, so be like, like the two of us playing you. And I'm like, yeah, like you can like double team me. <laughs> and like, I was just like going hard for like, just trying oh, to make no. it super sexual. Because they looked like that would work with them. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, no, nah, we're good. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh, 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 oh. oh man. <laughs> like, my like nipples are basically out. I've got these giant fake eyelashes on. And I love that they just, they had just had like BLTs in their hands and like, you know, a We had the sandwich. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah. Gonna, I think we're going to double team this, uh, <laughs> this Wendy's across the street. <laughs> She's open till four. Seems like you have a somewhat of a timeline. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like, man. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Man, it's good to be back. And you know what? The best part about being back is sharing the goodies with you, the fans. I love candles, okay? You know from listening to this podcast, we've always had candles living around the apartment and now my new place. And um, I'm tired of buying the bullshit candles from the store. I want some personal touch. I want something handmade. So that's why I found Hangover Candle Company. That's right. Homemade by a bartender in Fort Collins, Colorado. He's a big comedy fan, podcast fan. Reached out, said, I love the pod. Would love to some send you some candles. I'm like, I'm not comfy giving you my address. He's like, come on, trust me. I was like, all right, let's roll the dice. Boom. Now I've got fucking 40 different flavors of Hangover Candle Company candles in my place. 
Um, they're cut, sanded, poured, packed, and shipped all by him. Um, and you can choose from over 200 different containers, okay, to build your candle in. And over 40 different scents to create your own uh, smell. You can customize your own scents. Shit, man, they've got flavors like... Uh, Fucking root beer, apple pie, cinnamon stick, coffee, fresh cut grass, uh, hazelnut, lavender, leather, maple syrup, peach, pine, sandalwood, spearmint, sea breeze, vanilla bean, watermelon. Go to Hangover Candle Co. Uh, on Etsy. Okay, go to Etsy, type in Hangover Candle Co. It'll pop up the shop and then pick your candles and then use the promo code ALN25 at checkout to get 25% off your first order. 25%. Hangover Candle Co. is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, but again, go to Etsy. Type in Hangover Candle Co., find the candles and the smells you want, create your own, and then use ALN25 at checkout to get 25% off your first order. I love candles. They're great for any occasions, bar mitzvahs, circumcisions, uh, fucking weddings, funerals, gender reveal parties, uh, divorce parties, uh, coming out parties, coming in parties, coming parties. These candles are the shit, and they're my fave, and I want you guys to have them. So type in Etsy.com, and then type in Hangover Candle Co., and, uh, and pick your candles and use ALN25 at checkout for 25% off. All right? Start smelling better. Start looking better. Start feeling better, okay? Because everybody farts, and candles are a great way to get rid of that. And now back to the episode. I wasn't anticipating that. I wasn't anticipating dudes yeah. hearing me Turning be like, down a, yeah, yeah su- <laughs> just uncomfortably sexual. But that voice is also like, I got so much shit for that voice in the comments oh, really? of that video. Like, people were like, I hate it. Never do it again. So I'm sure hearing that in person uh, made those guys also be like, do we need, we don't need to hear this for any stretch of time. Were, uh, were the comments though pretty positive on, on Regan's ep as a whole? Oh yeah. yeah. People, I mean, he's just so, everybody loves him. Like, yeah, you can't say a bad thing about that man. And so um, it was a dream to get to have him on and play foosball with him. Has in he what played? world would I play foosball with Brian Regan, you know? Yeah. Has he played before? Was it like? Yeah, he okay. had a table growing up, so he he was not bad. I've been surprised at who comes on. And I'm like, oh shit! I yeah, you'd be so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that tournament was gonna happen, which that's a big bummer because I feel like. Yeah. Have you participated? I know you guys, you and your mom were in the dock, right? The foosball. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Foosballers, ha- yeah. But have you done a? Would this have been your first like big? tournament that you were going to play in i mean so they have that one every year so i've played in that tournament every year since i was probably like eight years old um but my mom and i took first playing women's expert doubles together uh i think three years ago there and so Mm -hmm. it was like i was excited to go back with her and try and win again um but yeah i mean it'll be it'll be rescheduled for later but truly like with everything happening now and I'm already a little bit of a germaphobe but I'm like I don't know that that should happen at all this year with the way people are talking about the pandemic and that it can come back in a second wave I'm like I almost always leave foosball tournaments with at least like a cold because it's just so germy it's everybody's sweaty palms and like and I love I love foosball players but if you go to see like the people watching in these places you'd be like oh I'm getting like Pepe I'm getting oh some. man with a capital a do and do the, and they don't even spray stuff down right no see that's no, my no, concern no. with comedy clubs going back is like you know doing that little laugh factory thing we did they you know, they yeah. were somewhat clean although my mom texted me right after she's like 
burn your clothes. Like they didn't wash the mic before you were up there. I watched the whole thing. Fuck. Like just freaking out. And, and I'm like, I mean, it is crazy. The amount of a people in comedy that will still show up sick or under the weather or whatever and perform and touch everything. And by the way, you know, I, I hope that I will remain this, you know, um, aware of, of washing hands post pandemic, yes. because same, that is huge. And, and I, even right now, just leaning on this couch, I'm like, oh, that's jizz. But I'm, but I'm just like, there's <laughs> there. And I'm, and that's how I'm thinking with everything, you know, subway, subway sandwich counter, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like really trying to go, all right, where was I just, and then I'm touching yeah. now my steering wheel, my car and also the face thing. I didn't realize how much just, I'm doing that or like, you know, I can't yes. do that anymore. You know, the, the <laughs> raccoon goggles we learned in the fifth my grade. Go-to, my go-to. That's my, my opener. Go-to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, but that seems at comedy clubs, like there's so much of, uh, I don't know, aloofness with yeah. mics. Awesome. I'll grab a mic and, and I'll sometimes I'd say probably, I don't know, this has happened maybe 10 times that I can remember where I grabbed the mic and, you know, I'm not, you know, kissing the thing, but for whatever reason, I get close enough Does to where I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, oh, this thing yes. is either touch my lip to where I, the thing is dripping wet. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like <laughs> that. And then I'm like that. And then yeah. my hand, and then I'm probably yeah. doing that later or that later. And then, yeah. you know, my pre, my, my pre and post show ritual, you know, I take my fingers and just, you know, and so I can't do that anymore. <laughs> no. right. But like, you the know cocaine, what I'm saying? rub the gums. The cocaine, rub the gums. Uh, but just how wet the mic is and how many times I've just gone, ah, and oh. I wipe it down and then continue to perform. And I'm like, that better, I don't know if they need to swap out a new mic every set. That will definitely not happen. But yeah, I don't know how, because it does kind of break the, you know, it's almost like if you're watching a porn and they leave in the parts where the guy puts a condom on. It takes away from the show. So I'm like, if they have to spray the mic and wipe in between each person, people are going to be like, oh, dude, now I'm kind of, you know what I'm saying? That that might not be the best analogy, but it's just kind of like breaking the fourth wall, I guess. Totally. No, yeah. There's a definite, like, it's an energy always in a show. So if you stop to do that, um, I'm so glad you said that because that's, that happens to me more often. I'm like, I've been doing comedy for over 10 years. Why do I still... Sometimes it's like I should not do this on the internet. <laughs> this yeah, is gonna get that's about to get me edited and edit. Yeah, else. you're too late. <laughs> By the way, I will edit it and send it out for people to upload and mess with. Great. No, I'd no, expect no. nothing less. Um, no, no, no. You're but safe. like, I'm a, you know, I'm an athletic person. I've got good hand-eye coordination. Why can I not figure out a perfect distance from that mic head to my mouth where that? isn't even a possibility yeah. and yet every 10 shows i say something and it bumps my lip for a second what and then i'm the like fuck? well now i have to cut my lip off because i know i don't know how we I fix know. that i don't know either and i don't know how the, i mean it's not our problem here. to fix we're here but do you think that have you been writing by the way stuff in anticipation for like i don't think may will be when things ease up i <sighs> bet i Man, I, I want to even say June confidently, but that's that's what I'm anticipating. But that's because and that seems so far away. But but um, do you uh, do you have material that would be 
like, are you already throwing everything out that was new? Do you feel like you can't even do jokes you were doing or, or are you just like, all right, let me get a handful of stuff. That's, that's, um, you know, ready to go, but, but not, uh, entirely, you know, that, that has a shelf life more or less. I don't know. I mean, the new stuff I was working on before this hit, I feel like I can pick back up and like oh, keep yeah. going with it. Um, Most people will probably. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't been doing a lot of writing though, to be honest, because it's so strange to not have any idea uh, of when yeah. it's going to be said next. I did, um, I did a set on A Little Late with Lily Singh on NBC that oh, aired yeah. two nights ago, and, but that was taped in October. So that was weird to see because I, w- I waited half a year for it to air. And I don't, that show doesn't get, like that set's not going to get seen enough that I feel like I need to like dump those five minutes completely. Oh, but good. it is, you know, I want to like, you know, continue to kind of like move away from the older stuff and keep yeah. writing. But um, yeah, I don't know. Have you been writing? Yes. Uh, but again, like I, I you know, I'm doing a few like Zoom shows coming up, so I'm doing it for that. But then I also, the same way that I viewed sets prior to this uh, in regards to like political material, I always viewed it as people uh, wanting an escape. So it, A, didn't interest me enough. And B, I was just like, ah, people are, I think, full on Trump or or political driven topics. So- I think I'm going to feel a little bit like that um, towards this, but also it's, it is what is happening. And I think that yeah. it's almost like going to a new city and I always try to do this and make some references or jokes about where I'm at to kind of like yeah. ease in. So yeah. I think I'll probably do that in these shows because uh, it is just something that can immediately connect to everyone, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. And I do yeah. have some, I mean, there's just been things I've been, again, like they say, you have to live a life worth writing about. There's been days, I mean, where I feel like a piece of shit and I don't want to do anything. And then yeah. I, uh, where I'm like, you know, where it's like noon and I'm like, oh, so this, man, why, I, how come I haven't been drinking uh, already? You know, and, and then there's, <laughs> and that's, that's a few of the days. And then, but then just trying to be active, but then sometimes not knowing what I'm being active with. I'll yeah. try to always have family stuff like during the day and Zooms and FaceTimes. But even today, I was trying to Zoom with my nephew and get him to do this rap that he sent me. And he's five on a voice memo thing. And I just called my sister and we've been Zooming a lot with the whole fam and, and whatnot. And, yeah. and uh, but trying to get him to do this rap and him not like participating and me just getting frustrated. My sister goes, yeah, well, he is five. I go, yeah, well, he's, fuck- he's fucking up right now. And she's like, all right, I'll, I'll call you later. I was like, all right. <laughs> So then I was this like, this kid's my John Bonet. Get him yeah, going here. Tap dance for I was me. So, I was so focused on getting a recreation of this rap for, for an Instagram video, and I couldn't get it. And I was just like, the day's gone. The day's <laughs> gone, and your son is a piece of shit. <laughs> You're like Mama June. Yeah, you just yeah. Oh, need yeah. him to oh, yeah. jiggle his stomach fat for a sec. It did make me Get's go, though. Views. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do a little truffle shovel. It did yeah. make me. Uh, feel good though that my sister was like had his back and wasn't like also angry at him because that would have been yeah. a big bummer to be like oh we so this is how you parent <laughs> yeah we can't all be pageant moms we gotta yeah. you know you yeah, be yeah. your pageant mom yeah um but uh have you been reconnecting with people that's one thing that I think everyone has gone through where yeah you know the amount of people that have told me how more uh conscious they are being of like talking to people from 
yes. their life now and their life in the past and and oh just God, making an yeah. effort because you don't have an excuse really it's like you know i'll even get into that with some of my um with some you know reps on and on the business side where i'm like you know there's not really an excuse to not like read this right now or do this because yeah. we truly and look everyone's still again keeping their days as busy as as you can make them and there probably are people that you know ted sarandos running netflix probably still has a full plate yes um but but a lot of people have been you know uh on the free time downsized as far as like responsibilities for so. sure oh yeah i mean i've been i've been talking to everybody i've pulled up my myspace top eight i clicked back in there like who are these people so what, funny what, who are these people what's barack obama up to <laughs> wait the third oh what what sort of grinder account knockoff get him on the horn yeah get him on the um, horn wait who who have you really brought up from the past though that either hit you up and you were like ah fuck it fuck it i mean just a lot of friends who i mean i consider good friends but the type of friends were like you can go several months without a conversation and Which i think it's good yeah it's fine and now i'm like fuck it let's yeah what what are you doing let's kill an hour because yeah. we got all the, all the hours. Let's just do something with one of them. For yeah. the love of God. You take an interest more in their kids too, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, it really does like brighten my day. Like my best friend had a baby about six months ago. And um, to have her send me videos of him, I'm genuinely like, please keep sending me these every day. Like I, yeah. I want them. They're great. It's Make a, me happy. It's a mood booster, right? Yeah, I need it. I need um, it. So yeah, it's good. How about your cats? They do anything off. fun? Wait, wait. Yeah. Is it sponsored by my phone? I mean, it really should be. By the way, this is only my second one of these ever, but mm. I hadn't ever? drank for a few days. Yeah. They're so good. They are they, good. They will sneak up on you like a motherfucker, though. Well, because it's, it, it's just 5% alcohol, but you can't taste it. They taste, they taste so good. And it's free, which I, which I really appreciate. <laughs> That, I mean, that shit, that does matter. You're making it more appealing by having it two, car two grams of carbs. But now everyone's yeah. doing the, the seltzer thing. Like my brother-in-law is rocking the Bud Light seltzer, which at first- Oh, like, sounds so gross. Oh, it sounds awful. And he's very, you know, white rapper, not Eminem, you know. Sure. Uh, really tough. I mean, teddy bear, but tough, tough guy. Yeah. And so he's like, bro, like still we'll call women broads, you know, like this, this, is, this is what we're dealing with. <laughs> Everett's Everett's <laughs> finest. I love him to death, but I've told him I was like, dude, Everett's you got to get rid of broad in your vernacular rotation. Like there are other oh. words that we call women now. We call them women. I know yeah. that's like so easy and like bottom of the barrel. You're like, what's a better word for woman? So no, we found yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I want your brother in my uh, MySpace top eight, please. Oh, dude, I will link you. At least follow him on Facebook for a good. Dude, he posted up, something yeah. about six months ago that was like, I want, <laughs> I want pussy I can smell from the bedroom, not from the kitchen. It was something that was like, oh, I was like, I know this my is not God. on a, Facebook. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, yo, are we speaking of my sister? What the fuck is going on right now? Why are you posting? Are these rap lyrics? Are there no quotes around this phrase? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it like a weird riddle? Am I supposed to be like, what is hopefully not Natalie? You know, and, uh, <laughs> he's Alex Trebek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good follow. There have been a few people like that. I thought I've blocked a handful of people too. And then I saw, oh yeah, there's one kid that's trying to get me to take shots with him over Facebook. And I'm like, dude, you and I got into it. Like 
to where I was blocking, I was deleting his comments. <laughs> this oh was my just God. a bad, this was just bad news bears. Again, this is why I don't want to bring this stuff up in a Zoom show because I'm like, I'll just go haywire because I, oh. I can't, I can't handle when Trump's like, you know, these models, you know, these certain models I'm not, I'm not a part of, or in, I'm, I haven't been in, the, in these models. Well, not that kind of model. Did you see that? No. He made that joke during a press conference. He said, I'm oh, these models. He said, I'm not. He paused and went, well, not that type of model. Oh. I mean, during I saw a like a quote conference. about that. I just oh didn't see God, the video, I but. I thought it was fake. Thanks. I thought it was docked. And I was like, but also, whatever. Moving on. Um, Nothing surprises me with that anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, whatever you, have, you tell me he said, I'm like, sure. I absolutely believe it. I know. Yeah. You have one or two cats. I forget. Three. <laughs> I was going to ask if the, the sound cut out, but I realized it did it. And you were just upset. Kelsey. <laughs> what? what? You see how red my face me. is? It <laughs> so hard that I'm like hot in the face. Take me back to the day where you were like, two isn't enough. <laughs> Babe, we need a third. What? We need a, th just come in and I'll, it's important. How long are you going to be? You know what? I'll just get it. All right. I can't breathe. I'm fine. Oh my God. Yeah. Look, we need it. We need to be outnumbered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need these. We need, <laughs> we need to be outnumbered so they can plot how they're going to eat us. Cats eat you yeah. when you, uh, if you pass away in your home. I read that once. <laughs> yep. I also okay. know that. I try not to think about that. Before yeah, it's fine. They're little kitties. Yeah, don't think about it. Wait, so um, give me your cat's names again. Uh, Bungaloo, Griffy, and Mia. Great cat names, first of all. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite? The same way people have favorite uh, kids. I mean, I got, we got Bungaloo first. And so there I have a little mm. bit of that like first child bond. Yep. Um, and she's like, like, She's like me. She's very neurotic. We had to put her on anxiety medication for a while. And I haven't ever had, like, actually had anxiety medication, but there have been times where I sh should have. And I'm like, oh, she really is like my little, my daughter, you know, oh. to both be on, like, if we were both on anxiety medication at the same time. So I mean, that's the opening of your pilot where you're like, you're, pop, pop, you're, you're taking the thing out of a pill counter and you open it and you look over and your cat's just like, and you're like, <laughs> and you guys take it together. It's like the, you know, the beginning of 101 Dalmatians where like the owners look like their dogs. Yes. It's like that with my cat where we're both just like twitchy and like anxious and have racing thoughts. Glenn, um, racist thoughts? Racing thoughts. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Anyway, what's the second cat up to? <laughs> well, the second you know, cat's I mean a little more anti-Semitic, uh, <laughs> a little more ignorant, like progressive, but you know, like. Gays can kiss, just don't fuck in front of me. You're like, oh, that's what your cat thinks, huh? Um, <laughs> uh, wait, oh so Griffy, Griffy is a little more chill. She's a little more chill. Mia, so Mia's the one that we got that is what tipped the scale into um, the three cat category. I just, they ambush you with these adoption setups. Yeah. I, I went to Petco to buy some cat food and I see this cat in a little kennel and she's the most beautiful cat I've ever seen in my life oh, so and sweet. I'm just like well you're not you're not supposed to be here you're you're mine you're you're supposed to be mine and then you know half hour paperwork later and now I have three cats for 
Yeah, well, all right. See, that's really sweet, though. And I'm never going to knock someone for rescuing an animal like that. And you're probably, I mean, look, you brought her into an immediate situation where there's, yeah. I mean, two buddies. Was, how yeah. do cats assimilate, though? Or, and it takes a little time. There is about a week of hissing. It's kind of a nightmare. For a the true white claw. Now, do <laughs> <laughs> how much of this did you hear in the first 24 hours? <laughs> so much. Oh my Ungodly God. amount. Ungodly amount. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot. But now they're like, they're all friends. It's good. I love them very much. They, I do feel like pets. Oh my God, by the way, your dog. Holy oh pickles shit. yeah she's a sweetheart pickles. every video you post i'm like <laughs> it's not even a real dog it's so cute it's the cutest dog i've she's ever seen she's not real yeah she's um she's real sweet she's now she's, what is she she's a uh, king cavalier poodle mix so a cavapoo oh the cutest yeah, she's sweet you know i never i had dogs growing up we had old english sheepdogs and i always consider myself really? a dog lover yeah oh they were just the cutest well, uh, George and Gracie were the last two, named after George Burns and Gracie Allen, the like comedic duo yeah. from the what sixties. Yeah. And before that, we our dogs' names. Um, I don't know if my dad named them this or my mom, but Shebe and Samantha. Well, great names, right? And they were big fucking. <laughs> I know it's. It sounds like two of like if you go to a brothel and you're like, who's working tonight? They're like, Shebe or Samantha. You're like, oh god. It's, <laughs> I, you what said Shebe like first. So. <laughs> you're like, you're like, who's Shebe? She's like, well, I'm Shebe, but uh, Samantha. <laughs> you're like, all right, I'm just gonna go to Denny's. Oh, me, I'll drive you there. I'm working there in two hours. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and by the way, that's not to knock anyone who works at a brothel because I'm sure a lot of them are listening right now. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Try to like guess my listening. audience. <laughs> You know what? I'll take it. Hey, a views of you, baby. Uh, <laughs> it's a compliment to you. Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of quarantine competition now. Have you seen yeah. something or listened to? Have you found any new content that's um, like, have you been? I've really been enjoying some of these late night, uh, like, you know, um, Conan had his great. Uh, the new formats. Yeah, I had a great thing with Sandler because it was real raw, but, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. Um, but have there been not only just shows, but I don't know, new podcasts or. You, I know you read, like, are there any book recommendations? I've been, I have maybe a, a good list going that I probably won't get. I have, don't think I've read a book since Where the Sidewalk Ends by Shel Silverstein. <laughs> and that's mostly pictures. But I have a bunch of books that Whitney has said to read or um, mm -hmm. Howard Stern's book I really want to read because I love him. So I'm trying to yeah. get disciplined. But I also like audio books better. So have but, you read um, The Artist's Way? I heard you guys talk about that. Okay. And so I got my... recommended by to read that book, I think, in college. Yeah. It yeah. is so good. It's I the mean, one, huh? It, I mean, I recommend it to everybody, but especially right, if easy. you are... <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. As you drink your sponsored White Claw. Um, <laughs> it's not sponsored. I know oh, that attitude. Um, <laughs> uh, it's especially good if you are either thinking about pursuing um like a creative career or if you're yeah. already in a creative career and like you kind of are feeling stuck it's just so good it's basically like a 12-week um creativity course and she has that. you do a bunch of exercise it's just the best um so i've i've read that book probably at least a dozen times and I'll oh just wow 
start it back up again every couple years. Get new um, messages and things each time you read it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the last instruction in the book is read this book again, which you know is kind of like cocky. Like, yeah. Okay. What, <laughs> there might be what some else stuff. You need, huh? There might what be some stuff you, you missed. <laughs> What else you need? Uh, but it, it is true. Like the every time you read it, you're in a different place in your career, and so yeah, it, it hits differently. Certain parts mean more to you. Other parts, you know, maybe fade away. But um, that's great. We we've started doing two self helpless episodes a week instead of one. Cool. Um, so we're just trying to like give people recommendations. This is Mia. This is the one. Mia. I mean, look at, how can you? How could you see this in? I mean, Look at this face. How yeah, could you see that and go, cute. yeah, you, you're going to stay here in this cage. You go, no. Dang. What Correct. kind of cat is she? I don't, She's I, Siberian. Whoa. I do know that type. There's a, isn't there a famous cat that's a Siberian cat? Um, well, the ones from uh, Meet the Parents, that one, Jinx. Yes, that's why. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> I figured that's what you were thinking of. Um, yeah, they're, she's amazing. Um, so yeah, we've been doing a couple little self-helpless episodes. Is that um, nice to have Taylor around a little bit more so and nice. have, the, have the three of you, right? Yeah. Cause she had to, um, there was a period there where we thought she wasn't going to be able to be a part of as many episodes cause, uh, her tour schedule was getting so hectic. But now, now that we got nothing but time, it's yeah. been super nice to have her, uh, on every episode and doing two a week. Um, I've been watching so much TV. I, I started Game of Thrones, which I think I'm like the only person that has not seen it. Wait, how deep are you? Because I have not watched it yet. And I, oh. I've thought heavily about trying to jump in. Okay. I'm like See how many halfway through first. <laughs> halfway through season two. Oh, wow. If I really hunkered down tomorrow and the next day, that's a lot to ask though from someone being like, can you give me the weekend to get caught up? Oh my God. I'm, I'm watching so much other shit. Like, if oh, you really? want to okay. Game of Thrones, buddy, Let me think hard about it, it and, okay. and maybe jump in because, you know, that is, I mean, look, there's a few things that I think will be on my uh, tombstone that I haven't seen that'll be a problem. Um, and I don't want that to be one of them. I don't want it to say he saw Shanghai yeah. Nights twice in the theater, <laughs> loving basketball six times when he got his wisdom teeth pulled. Oh. And, so good. Um, and God, I love that movie. So good. Really. So good. And, and a good, like, the right amount of, I don't know if I want to say softcore sexual action, but, like, enough to make it where you're there in college and it's, like, I don't that, know. That, like, changed me, that scene. Like, that oh, yeah. gave me, like, a tingle in my nethers that I hadn't felt before. And I was, like, oh, yeah. oh something's oh. happening to me. Think of, and thinking about thinking that and watching it, uh, with your mom like that is <laughs> that's the worst time to watch it and I did that but then watched it again after by myself because I was like need to feel that without a parental uh, supervision <laughs> yeah. Harlan Williams just texted me suck beef um, now I think <laughs> I do that's a guy you should get on Rissa Fury I will make that intro for you in a heartbeat I would love that. I'm supposed to have um I'm supposed to have Tom Green on before oh. the quarantine hit. I feel like a Tom Green, Harlan Williams duo would be fantastic. Oh, in a heartbeat. I'll, I'll loop you guys in. Um, yeah, okay. they're, they're best Thank buds. Um, okay, that'd be great. Do, uh, and how's Kane doing? He's good. Uh, you know, we've both just been 
staying as busy as possible. He has two podcasts now, so he's got well actually, and um, don't take bullshit from fuckers with Greg Barrett, which is doing really well. And that's that's something I can recommend to people if you're looking for um, podcasts. It's great, especially during this time because they read like advice emails and you know, Greg Barrett's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And is like the author of so many best-selling books and it's just really funny and fun. So go check that one out for sure. Um, do you think, do you think that when comedy resumes that you're going to, um, have a, uh, a newfound love for it? Do you think you're going to be better? Do you think you're, it's going to be a slow, um, kind of, you know, adjustment, uh, or do you think, do you think that, uh, people are going to be so hesitant to come out that there's going to be kind of like, you know, it's going to almost feel like not uh, look, I think having any audience will be better than like what we did at the laugh factory, which was right. still cool. How did that go by the way? It was fine. You know, I went into it thinking like, oh, this is going to feel like shit and be weird, but I just, I want to get on stage and be nice to get paid. Um, but as long as there's like five people in the room and you get like an occasional chuckle, it, yes. it's like, okay, this is fine. Something. But you do need something. You do need a, you some, need something. Yeah. Something. You and I have been doing it long enough that we've already over the years done so many shows, like a, a late Friday show where there's barely anybody there. And yeah. you're like, well, I'm going to hunker down and do this. Yeah. So it's not like we've never done a show with five people in the crowd right. before they just haven't been like five cameramen live streaming it right <laughs> so right it's a little weird but i mean it was it was totally fine uh are you um d do you think i love hearing people's predictions on all this stuff do you think that there will be a, a buffer period like that for people to come out or do you think it's going to be once they go you know what we think it's cool do you think it's just going to be sold out ticket city no i i think it's going to affect things for a really long time um, Taylor just sent me a text from, it was like a thing on Twitter that said, it was a poll that said 61% of sports fans will not attend games until a coronavirus vaccine is available. They said that now could take a, a year. Yeah. Now as a sports fan, somebody who, I know you attend a lot of games. How do you feel about that? Oh. Like, would you go? Uh, you at home? Oh God, that's such a great question because, well, look, I think, for comedy, I think you, man, you know, that's a livelihood thing. So I guess you try to, you know, again, like don't do meet and greets or, or just be diligent as far as going from right. hotel to club to. Right. But with sporting events. <laughs> right. That's a little more like don't have to do that, but I just want to, I just want to be able to watch sports. I don't really. I mean, going to them is really fair. fun, but I'd say that's a, you know, like as long as other people want to risk their lives and go so that it looks full <laughs> on TV and I can like, yeah, do what most do that feeling. Is, yeah, at least get the energy coming through yeah. the tube. But yeah. Well, I, that poll just worries me like that if people feel that way about sporting events, people feel that way about like the Clippers. Like, I can't yeah. imagine how many people are going to risk it to come for the biscuit i think See me that at chuckle yeah. hut or whatever you know it's yeah like, well i think significantly again like and you know thankfully and unthankfully we're in a place where we're not doing five thousand seat theaters which is yeah. still not comparable to a sports uh game yeah but it's so i think maybe there's 
if they did cap it at like, I don't know, shows at like a hundred people, but I don't know. Even then it's like, even a hundred is more for me. I'm even like five people, unless they're getting tested or you know where they came yeah. from. And I'm like, dude, that one guy could have just all the Corona and he's just, and then that's it for the, then everybody gets it. Yeah. I don't know. But then, but then I'll read a couple conspiracy posts and I'm like, you know oh, what? This, this is not even a real virus. Oh, Good night, everybody. No. <laughs> oh, you got to send those my way. I'm curious. But... Oh, I've read some good ones. I read one Ooh. that Jack Jr. reposted a woman of a video, uh, a video of a woman that was, uh, boy, this white claw is good. See, I was just going to uh, tell you, you know, I told you they sneak up on you. <laughs> they do. Oh, my I told God. you. I was just about to do that. I was going to be like, what? See, I told you. Oh, how dare you? Wait a second. <laughs> Yeah, this, I mean, look at the facts add up. Now, I'm drinking mango. Are there other flavors you would recommend, Kels, before we Mango's wrap this up? Mango's my favorite. It's your favorite? Black, cher Black cherry is also very good. Ooh. Not to be confused with Buck Cherry, the, uh, hey -o. the, um, the musical, <laughs> the music, the musical group. What's their, what's their hit song? It's like a real, it's like a girls oh, dance on bars it to it, right? tonight. No. Is no, that's tonight? Eagle Eye Cherry. Wow. Oh. This has never happened in the history of music. <laughs> <laughs> buck cherry and eagle cherries getting mixed up let me pull up whatever let's see buck okay cherry. i know it's a popular it's and then we'll wrap this up buck okay. cherry yeah let's see whatever whatever the main song pops up buck cherry, buck cherry. is it crazy bitch oh All right, so that's Buck Cherry. Yeah. Okay. I'm now, more partial to Eagle Eye Cherry. Now let's let's get a little Eagle Eye Cherry up in here. What is? Okay. What we... Yeah. That Way more, more my speed. Like, yeah. By the way, <laughs> I want to go to this bar versus the one we just listened to. Because you're getting because you're getting a local guy singing this in the corner, but he Absolutely. doesn't know all the words. He just knows it's a popular song. Yeah. Buck Cherry is like 1 a.m. at like a Coyote Ugly in a strip mall or something. Like, that's not, it's oh, not good. Buck Cherry is, um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's got strip mall, um, Wetzel's pretzel, um, <laughs> just assless chaps. Basically, basically every, everything you want in a grab bag at a birthday party. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little puddle of mud, perhaps. <laughs> oh, good call. Um, I feel well, like you and I would make a really good playlist, by the way. Like, yeah. I made, a, I made a quarantine playlist, which is like feel good music, but I feel like you and I could collab real well on just, I don't know. I don't know what the theme would be, but let's do it. I feel like we've got some good ideas for, for let's, song. Let's make one and I'll, um, I'll drop it in, uh, here at the end of the, uh, at the podcast. How about that? Oh, perfect. I love this it. This will come out on Monday. So okay. make one by the weekend and I'll put it in. Perfect. Um, and then you can share with the self-helpless gals and they can critique um, my song choices because they will be eclectic sure. and they will be Jewy. So <laughs> those are two things that you don't enjoy in a playlist. Maybe this is not the podcast for you. You can um, see yourself out. <laughs> yeah, you can see yourself out of your own place, but then right back <laughs> in because social distancing. Um, Kelsey, I love you. And um, I love you too. congrats on everything. 
Thank you. You, you know, too. I've known you since you got to LA and now you're just taking the world by storm. Oh, it is pretty crazy to think about when you first got down to LA and you were like, what do I do? This place is so big. That, that's not at all <laughs> what you said. Like <laughs> not at all what you said. Like, I'm, trying oh, to, mister. <laughs> I'm trying to hustle these guys in Vegas with my nips out and it's just not working. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do I do? No, you, uh, you hit the ground running and, and I, I was just like, do it be active, create opportunities. For, I mean, it's, you've done everything. Not that I suggested, but you basically just were like, <laughs> you did what I'll be honest. I know a lot of people that have moved to LA and yeah. you're, you're met maybe one of maybe two people out of 50 that I know that have actually like put in cool. the work and committed yeah. to it and then seen results. And then, and I have other people that are, that either move back or they're like, complain to me or be like, well, what are you guys, yeah. you're, you're, you're doing so much. I go, yeah, you could be too, but you'd never have done it. And you just, right. really, unfortunately, it's one of those businesses. It's why it's so great because there truly is no replacement for the, for the work. And um, yeah, doing it. nobody can cut those corners in terms yeah. of the work. Unless you can you have help through you. agents. Sure. Absolutely. That yeah, might be the only be... one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can have agents and managers and stuff, but like nobody can take away how hard you work. Yeah. It's always a big thing. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's really nice. Air high five through the computer. High five. I love you. All love right. You too. Be safe. I'll thank you. You, you too. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye, Kels. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.